Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning, golfers. Your tea time awaits. It's the Tea to Green Golf Show here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Got a thought on the PGA Tour? Want help with your swing? Give the show a call at 803-0550. Tea to Green on WGR is presented by Woods to Wedges, by Michelob Ultra, by the Western New York PGA, by Custom Turf, and by our home clubs, Fox Valley, Tantara, and Briarwood. It's time to talk golf. Here are your hosts, Brian Cozio, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Metis. Good morning from East Aurora Country Club here on a beautiful Saturday in April. It is T to Green on WGR uh, Sports Radio 550. Yes, you're interrupting me already. Yeah, I think, well, hey, <laughs> the word beautiful. Beautiful, out. Yeah, yeah, dude. Come out. on, like this listen. is a beautiful spot where we're at right now. Well, yeah, we are in a beautiful place. There's That's no right. question about that. That's okay. what I was I you're talking to. about the weather because the weather is not beautiful. That's right. It's uh, it's ice misty pellets outside at the moment here. <laughs> Sucks is what it does. That's it right. Is. Yeah, but there's no golfers it. today. That's right. No. Absolutely. Anyway, we've got Tita Green coming your way here for an hour and a jam-packed show, so uh, let's get right to it here. Coming up over the course of the next hour, we're going to talk, of course, about the Masters, uh, our thoughts on what went on last weekend at Augusta National. Uh, our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week is coming up. We're going to talk about playing in soggy conditions, as that might be what you get if you're going to play here in Western New York. Uh, also, we're going to announce our Batavia Downs Major Challenge winner coming up uh, just before uh, the 725 break. And also some information on East Aurora Country Club, as that's where we are broadcasting live from here today. Uh, and East Aurora Superintendent Drew Thompson, who is going to tell us why the weather is doing what it's doing. Well, so, oh, he's gonna, And tell us all about oh, yeah. what he has to do for the golf course uh, is coming up yeah. here in a little bit here. But I Kevin and Jeff, good morning. Praying, yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. all he has yeah. to do for the golf course. <laughs> hey, that's right. I, I, I wrote a uh, little column for buffalosportspage.com in the TD Green section, the golf section, about when are we ever going to get to play golf here because I just feel like we're you know just going to be in for a horrible spring. I played yesterday, so I guess I answered my own question. Right? I got 11 holes in uh, yesterday. It was great to be out there. Um, I, I know people listening who got a chance to play, uh, whether it be at Glen Oak or here at East Aurora Country Club, uh, just great to get out. And as you know, we say hello to David Jones here from East Aurora Country Club. It's probably nice to see members here. It was <laughs> inactive, right? Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. To see him come through. Uh, when you look at the same faces when you're getting set up, it's uh, – it's nice to not look at my assistant. It's nice to see some of the members out here. Yeah, you and Drew walked in together. You wouldn't even look at each other. You're tired of seeing each other, right? No. <laughs> it's like a 50-year marriage right now. <laughs> that's right. That's right. PGA Pro David Jones is with us here for the opening segment, along with Brian Koziel, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Metis. Tita Green, live here at East Aurora Country Club. It's presented by Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome, by Michelob Ultra, by the Western New York PGA, by Custom Turf, and our home clubs, Fox Valley, Tantara, and Briarwood. But this week we are at East Aurora, and... David Jones kind of join us here for the first segment. So how is uh, 
is golf been treating us here? I know, obviously, across most of Western New York, there hasn't been as much golf play as normally we would like here in the middle of April. But it's typical. I've been a head golf professional now for 19 years in upstate New York, and, and I think the last two seasons have, have been atypical when we're getting out the first part of March. Uh, we just get used to that, and now now when we have maybe a little bit of a delay from our normal, uh, I think it just feels worse. Um, you know, the typical, t- if you can get out by Masters Sunday um, in western New York, that's that's the goal. Um, so we're not going to be too far behind it, so we have to remain optimistic. It's not March 15th, but it's not the end of the world either. And you look at the forecast, yes, there are ice pellets in the forecast for today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but next Saturday, Sunday, it looks like we're going to be in the mid-50s, and, and I think we're going to turn the corner. Yeah, last year May was bad. So, right, last yeah, year, yeah, 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 exactly. So if, if we have a good May, hey, we're all we're in the right. We're Memories even. are short. Yes. Well, you know, my my line always is this: um, they make gear for that, and I own it. You and know, for it, it's all an, the conditions. You know, so. it's an outdoor game too. It's yeah. a game meant to be played outdoors. So if you wait for a good day, what do they say? You don't play. Well, this is why uh, you know when you sell golf shoes in the shop, it comes with a, a waterproof warranty, right? Mm-hmm. I mean. You need a good pair of golf shoes. You need a good pair of wet everything. Yes. Um, if you're going to play this, this game. Um, as Jeff said, if you wait for the perfect day, you're not going to play a lot of golf. Yeah. Tita Green here live at East Aurora Country Club. We're also live on Facebook on our Tita Green page. Is that where we're at this week? We are at Tita Green page, yes. Uh, look right. for that on Facebook. It's not at my own. I made it about the show, not about me this week. Good. Uh, which means weird. That, weird. I, I know it is weird. <laughs> I made a mistake last week. And just, you know, in my haste in getting it on Facebook live. I didn't connect to the page, which I'm the administrator for, so blame me if there's not enough stuff on That's the right. page. That's all right. right. But anyway, so if you're watching on TD Green, hello, on the fa- TD Green Facebook page. Uh, we're in the beautiful dining room area here, right behind the fireplace where we always like to be. Yes. Dave, when we were here last time, um, we were here for IGM week, and we were out on the beautiful patio, which I know uh, I'm sure everybody's excited to get out here for. But uh, for those that... Uh, Think about East Aurora Country Club, and maybe for those that aren't members here that are listening, that's maybe what they will connect East Aurora Country Club with. Is hey, this is the home of the International Junior Masters since 1953. Yeah. Uh, it's it's the home of the International Junior Masters with some, you know, amazing resumes of tour players that have that have walked these grounds. Uh, we're excited again to uh, to host. Um, we've got a, a, the strongest field according to our tournament uh, director. Um, and player player development uh, personnel that uh, that we've had in in years. So we're excited to see some uh, some new faces from from some new countries. Um, but um, yeah, it's going to be a, another good show. And I I remember and I assume that this continues this year that also there was a connection with another great local event, the Porter Cup. Now, right, that the IGM winner that's correct automatically, automatically gets, gets an exemption into the Porter Cup. So yeah, that's, that's a awesome. wonderful relationship um, that we are excited to uh, to now have and and moving forward to continue. You know, you know, it's. Uh, I know there are. Uh, don't worry, folks. We're going to talk about the Masters in a, in a second here. Yep. But I, I want to mention this about the International Junior Masters. You have, you have players from uh, South Africa have come over the years. Mexico, they come every year. Every year. And, and having been down for the Mexico Championship um, this past March, I was amazed at the kids that were in. The, you know, in the golf. Well, you just you know we're insulated here in the United States. Like, oh, we got golf this. We watch the PGA Tour every week. The amount of kids hanging out to get autographs, and you could tell that we're golfers. They're pretty cool, pretty cool. So it's great that there's an event like this that they travel from all over the world. Right, and and again, last year we touched on that. You look at, um, and I think insulated is a good word, but you know we had a team of four four kids that came from Venezuela, and anything that you read on that and that terrible civil war that they're going yes. through now, but there's still pockets that um, really maybe escape through golf. 
And so we're excited, hoping still that that team will return this year um, with that unrest that they're dealing with. But, uh, yeah, golf's a pretty amazing sport when you can get out and away from everything. And, and I liked your word there, insulated. Yeah, I wanted to use that, too, because you need that uh, for clothing. Yes. Uh, also, <laughs> uh, this time of year, to play golf. That's right. 707 here. We're live at East Aurora Country Club. David Jones, the PGA professional here from East Aurora, joining us along with Kevin Sylvester and PGA Pro Jeff Metis. I'm Brian Colziel. Thanks for being with us here on WGR. Uh, okay, let's talk about the Masters. Patrick Reed doing his uh, global tour this week across uh, all the shows and platforms in his green jacket, and he pulls it out. It was an exciting finish. Jordan Spieth made things very interesting, and then Ricky Fowler joined the uh, the grouping there late to try to get his name involved. Rory McIlroy, who was paired with Patrick Reed, kind of just never got himself going, got off to a poor start, and then just could never get it going. Uh, Jeff, let's start with you here. Uh, how about just the winner? Reed, he had to hit some shots down the stretch and even a, a tough two-putt on 18 to get it done. Yeah, but I felt at no point, like in the last couple of holes, was he going to blow it. You know, he just seems he's a very solid player. He's got a resume. He just looked like he was hitting it good. There were no stray. He, he didn't He didn't look like he was struggling at any point throughout that round. So I was pretty confident by the time he got to the 17th tee that he was going to bring that home. It was it was super fun to watch, though. Uh, disappointed with Rory. Kind of He kind of chirped the night before, it felt like, and then uh, he didn't follow it up the next day. Plus, he was my pick. So, uh, But other than that... Uh, it was. It's always exciting, and they, as we say, it brings the top players in the world just bubble to the top. Uh, the cream rises to the top in that event every year, it seems. It, I never felt Patrick Reed was going away. I, I had friends texting me, like, you've seen this guy. He's, he's going to blow it. I'm like, no, Patrick Reed doesn't blow it when no. he, he has that chance. That's not his makeup. No, it's not. He's, he's a bulldog. I mean, he's as fierce as a, a competitor as there is. I'm trying to think of a, a, you know, the only other golfer that I can think of that plays it. There's two guys. I'm, bl- uh, I'm blushing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. There's three guys, Jeff. Sorry. Uh, you know, Tiger, right, uh, the play with that intensity that Patrick Reed plays with, and, and he idolized Tiger Woods and uh, tried to do everything that he could do, and he's driven by winning. Uh, and the other, Ian Poulter plays that way. And maybe Ian Poulter's the best comparison because Ian Poulter is, you know, I, also uh, a very good player that hadn't won a major. Right, yeah. hasn't won a major. And so in that sense, the resumes un- were... Unbelievable match play player, yep. right? Ryder Cup heroes. Tough yep. to play against, like, you know, uh, guys... Rub may, people may, the wrong way yes, at times, too. May not be the, the, the yeah, I don't the know, most favorite. revered guy, yes. right, by fans, but I, they don't, I don't think they care. And I, I don't think Patrick Reed cares. He's about winning out there. So uh, that, that was great to see him finish it off because it wasn't as if, like, you know, when Danny Willett won... Uh, Jordan Spieth, you know, had the horrible hole on 12. If he didn't, Jordan Spieth wins it by four strokes, right? Right. Um, not that Danny Willett didn't play well. You have to play well to win the Masters. Uh, you know, look at a guy like, you know, Reed had to complete it. He had to beat Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler, I was, it was great to see him have a great final round in a major. You know, probably any of the year he wins it. But, but not this one because Patrick Reed was so great. And the final thing I want to say is, he was the beneficiary, I think, more than anybody else over the rain that occurred at Augusta National. Because on Saturday, he hit uh, just short of the bunker on 15, and it stays. That's right. That never stays there, David. That's in the water, and he chips in for eagle. And then on 13, same deal. It stays up on the bank. That's usually in uh, the tributary to Rays Creek. And when you look at, at, at the winners of Augusta, you have to have those breaks. Uh, you, you very rarely do you see, see a, a player go wire to wire without having some good fortune, especially there. Um, 
and when they show the highlights from years past, you know, you see the the balls that hold up. Freddie yeah. Couples, I watched the you know the rerun the other day that stays on the bank of twelve. Uh, they that doesn't happen, but when it does, there's something sure. not, something in the air for you that week. He hit the stick on seventeen on the putt. Yeah. Reed, if it doesn't hit the stick, that is off the green, and then maybe we're looking at a playoff, right? Could be. You're right. And, and Spieth mentioned that. He mentioned exactly what David was saying about, hey, you need breaks around here. I got him when I won. And, you know, you got guys hitting sticks. I mean, he obviously watched Patrick Reed hit the stick on 17. He thought, well, there's the break. He gets the win. And, it, and on 18, Spieth's making this charge, and then he hits the drive off on the final round. By the way, he had earlier in the tournament done the same thing on 18. So that Cole could have necessarily maybe been the difference for him down in the end. Obviously, maybe it plays out differently. Reed might yeah. be knows, hey, I need one more. Or Spieth's playing differently because now he's tied versus being down. So uh, that could have played out differently. But the charge that he made, um, this is a guy, Spieth, Jeff, that this this course and him, like, yes, he had his episode on 12 that Kevin brought up, but – I feel like we're going to see Spieth and the Masters as a story for a long time. He just he loves being there. He loves that pursuit of that green jacket. He loves everything about that whole week. I just those two together. I feel like it's a yeah, it's, the it's a nice match. For, the horses yes. for courses things. And we, where was Spieth two weeks ago? You know, you, you barely heard his name until the week before. It just seems like he uh, he percolated up at the right time for that event. And and what an odd shot for him to him to hit on eighteen after playing that well and just hit that miserable tee shot and have a have he kind of got a fortune to bounce at it state where he could find it, I guess. But um, yeah, it was interesting to see and a super exciting just to watch him get going. And he's he's got that. You know, people are rooting for that guy when he's playing well. You know, maybe um, he's he's earned that because he's played so well throughout there throughout the years. At the I'd like to see him do well. You know, throughout the year, he's fun when he's playing well. It's fun and it's good for golf. So, but I was really really surprised on that tee shot. Like, hey, he makes birdie here. It gets real interesting. Yeah. And then yeah, how about the Fowler storyline, Kev? You know, just also from being at tournaments, Fowler is about as popular as a, as a player as there is on tour right now. The classy thing he does, clapping for Reed as Reed's walking to the scoring tent afterwards. Fowler, in some sense, has been snake bitten in majors of the fact that he's had opportunities. At some points, it's been his own doing. And in this tournament, I mean, he made it very interesting. He played great on Sunday to give himself a chance. I wouldn't at all say that there's anything maybe Fowler on Sunday, at the very least, could have done more so. He did a wonderful job to give himself a chance, but. Um, well, he did the front he nine, is, Brian. He could have done, you know. You're if, right. If you want, he didn't take his first birdie till eight. You're right. Correct. If you want to analyze where you know he could have gained more strokes, I don't didn't think feel like it was a Fowler lost tournament. Though. Correct. Yes. Correct. Like, he was he was kind of a neutral there for so long in the front nine, and you're like, hey, you got a chance to win this thing. You really have to go after, and he did on the back nine. Yeah. You know, he played a great back nine. Uh, the front nine not making that for you know he made a bogey, then he made a birdie on eight. And you know, not making a birdie on two, right? I mean, if you want to, you want to look where you can gain some strokes, right, David? Yep. That would be the spot. That's He's the probably spot. looking right. Right. If, if you if you get through, as they say, if you get through that uh, second, third, fourth hole, um, you've, you've got to be even one under there. Um, and and he didn't. He didn't capitalize where he could have. And that's that's Augusta. But yeah. in the same regard, I mean, Patrick Reed was one under in the final round. Just show you know part of that is you know he's probably checking scoreboards and realizing hey I don't need to do 
this or that, but then the pressure was there on the on the, the final few holes. And no one said still continue, no one shot four rounds in the sixties at the Masters. That's too. correct. He was, he, was yeah. he had the chance there. Yeah. Uh, it's just uh, you got to go out and win the tournament. It doesn't matter what you shoot. It's uh, in the final round. It's just who has the lowest score. And he definitely found a way to do that. Uh, talk about bad shots, by the way. How about some of those swings Rory McIlroy Ooh. made? Oh my goodness, yeah. uncharacteristic. Uh, the pressure. He, he, you know, it's put the it on final himself. one for the Grand Slam and. If anybody doesn't think the pros feel the pressure, look at that opening tee shot for Rory McIlroy, right? And boy, was he fortunate. I mean, it could have been yeah. over right there. It could have been the story could have been written uh, on on the first swing of the of the final day for him. And and he misses the eagle putt, that short eagle putt on two. And he even referenced like, yeah, you know, if that goes down, it's different. I'm like, it's a second hole. Second hole. There's yeah. so much more golf to play, but that's how that's how pressure packed and well that's what you feel as a player sometimes you know say hey i got to get my moment i'm going early i'm three shots behind this guy i I have to catch him here's a really good opportunity and you blow it and you didn't blow it but you you miss it and you kind of deflate yourself and some of that momentum looks like he was really amped on the first tee um and then he had the bad tee shot and then he misses and and just all your momentum and your energy kind of sinks out of you at that point and you have to refine that energy that i think the word uh they kept using was focus. I thought that was a good word. He's like the hyper focus that you need to to compete at that level may drain from you a little bit when you see an opportunity like that slip by, um, which would have been a huge momentum swing at that time. It would have been you know then he's then he's perking up with his step, but it went the other way for him. Seven sixteen here on T to Green. We're live at East Aurora Country Club. David Jones, PGA professional, joining our roundtable here discussion on the Masters. Uh, before we get to our Western York PGA Tip of the Week and a little on East Aurora Country Club here. Uh, Two other quick things, jump in on either one. David, let's start with you. Uh, two other things that I think people definitely were drawn to was, of course, the interest of Tiger Woods coming in. Uh, he played his best run on Sunday. The other storyline that I thought was very interesting, and we see pictures of it now this week of how bad it was, Tony Finau's ankle was also a disaster. <laughs> I mean, it was ugly looking, and he comes through and played great and finished in the top ten. I mean, uh, those are you know two stories there, but uh, how about just a thought on either Tiger or Tony Finau's week? You know, I... Tiger was, of course, good for the game when he can come back and play well. Um, Tony Finau, that was absolutely disgusting and amazing at the same thing. <laughs> yes. You, you know what stuck out to me more than anything during the Masters week was Fred Ridley's uh, announcement that the Augusta National Women's Amateur is going to be hosted there. That yeah. really st- stuck with me when, when we're looking from PGA professional side of it. What are we doing? What can we do to grow the game? And then you have Tiger Woods coming back, and then you have that announcement. Um, the 72 at, best amateur women in the country are going to play there on the Saturday before the Masters. On the Saturday before the Masters. Yeah. And that's just, you know, there's two huge storylines for golf. Um, and and I, I'm proud to be a PGA professional and proud to hear that statement. Just in, you know, 2003 was when we had we had the protest because the, uh, Martha the, Burke. of Martha yeah. Burke and Hootie and their, their spirited letters back and forth at one another. Um, so to see that change and to see this, just this energy surrounding golf right now is just fantastic to be a part of. Well, it, you know, it, it does show for it, it does show that the members and leadership at Augusta National recognize their responsibility uh, to the game of golf and to grow the game. Well, and they're using their power now for the right, right. reasons. Yes, yeah, they, yeah. they have it. They, they, they have, have this, the platform. They're yeah. like a superhero. They went to the good side. Yes, <laughs> yeah, they, they have, have a lot this, of superpowers. Yeah, yeah. They have, yeah, they have this incredible uh, vehicle to grow the game of golf, and they started that with drive, chip, and putt. And Well, maybe they started it when uh, they allowed some female members, and then drive, chip, and putt, and now this, this is... 
What a week that's that'll amazing. be. The final round for oh. those young ladies, or the women. They may not yep. be young ladies because amateur women can compete at any sure, age. And right. um, and then drive, chip, and putt on Sunday, and then the Masters begins Monday. That's yep. that's a cool yeah, week. I think I'm already looking forward to it. But, but I wanted to ask you guys something real quick, and I know uh, just – all right. You know what? I'll save it for another segment. You sure? I, yes. Okay. I'm positive. Got two more things to get in here, too. Uh, let's get our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week in here, brought to you by the Western New York PGA. The West Year PGA has one goal, promoting and growing the game of golf today, tomorrow, and beyond. Pretty much echoing what uh, David just said there about that great announcement with the Masters. Uh, playing in soggy conditions. For those that are playing, uh, you might encounter some soggy lies this week. David, let's start with you. Uh, you get up to your ball. It's a little wet, and uh, you decide you're going to hit this shot here. What should be going through your mind? Lift clean in place. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. That's the ideal. Well, um, that's right. T- take more club if you're in the fairway, number one. Just try to keep it brief um, and to the point. And try to keep your lower body, everything, very quiet. Almost approach every every wet, soggy condition almost as if you're in a fairway bunker. It's so important to hit ball first. Um, tr- drive the ball into the turf, if you will, to get the club, ball, and then turf. Um, so many times we try to try to pick it in those conditions, and that's a rep- recipe for disaster. That's when you, you catch the heavy shots and it folds the turf over and on to the next hole. Um, so just keep everything quiet, stable, focused um, are the words that I like to use when I'm instructing somebody. Uh, typically you're going to get your feet down a little bit, which again echoes that, that sentiment towards playing in fairway bunkers. Um, and if you're going to do that, of course, the logical thing is you need to choke down a little bit. Again, echoing that point that... Um, play a little bit more club, you're going to shorten the lever. Yeah, and snow and ice are not loose impediments, am I, am I correct? I don't know about <laughs> snow pellet stuff. That's a new one for me. Uh, I, I, I agree a lot with what you're saying there. I like to think about being in balance, uh, choking up on the club, maybe move the ball back a smidge in your stance to ensure that ball contact first. And maybe I like to post up a little bit more on my forward leg, too, to make sure that that ball is going to I hit the ball and then the turf. Uh, when you hang back or you're on your back post on your back leg, you'll tend to hit them a little bit more fat. And that's what people, when you, when you say they try to pick it, so they hang on their back leg and try to help that ball up in the air and they end up bottoming out behind the ball. So choke up a little bit. I like to work on rhythm and balance and, and just focus. I'll actually visualize hitting the center of the blade with the ball or the ball hitting the, the club hits the center of the I'm, you know what I'm the face, right. Right. The face. Yeah, coming down. Yeah, yes. inarticulate golf pro here, but um, <laughs> that, but so that's what I will work on and balance and, and little things like that. It is a good time to play. You know, I always told my golf team when I was coaching. You know, out in these in these conditions, half the players don't want to be there, so you got half the people beat right away. So if you're playing a buddy and he doesn't want to be there, double the bet. Yeah, so <laughs> work on your balance. That's good. Good point there. Uh, also, if you know you heard about driving, I'm sure if you watched the Masters, you saw them uh, talking and promoting about drive, chip, and putt. That information you can get at the Western New York PGA website, WNYPGA.com. Also, uh, PGA Junior Leagues are going on. I know my son's got his practice later this this morning, so looking forward to that. Um, but all the stuff, you know, we talk about junior golf, uh, West New York PGA website's got a lot of information there. Yeah, PGA Junior League, drive, chip, and putt. Um, there's just, if you're interested in anything golf, you can contact the West New York PGA. And, and if you don't know anything about golf, talk to them or talk to your local PGA pro. We'll get you going in the right direction, get you started. Uh, yeah, you'd be welcome with open arms. Oh, I think yeah, that's yeah. one of the things that's what, that that's people what are do. like worried about. Like, I don't know anything about it. You know what? Go it's, talk to the pro. They'll you don't have to be a member arms, to right. call him and ask him a question about, you know, what's going on with golf. Yeah. Where can I find a junior program? Can I get clubs for my kids? Can I get my club, my son fitted or my daughter fitted for junior clubs? Which is important, by the way. Make sure your clubs fit your kids. But. Yeah. I have a new favorite hole out here, by the way. Oh, yeah? Uh, I do. The third, the third hole. The third one. Right? That's right over so here. Part five go- that comes back? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I just, I think it's a great, I think it's a great golf. I played a tournament here last summer. 
and I don't know why that the greatness of that hole has uh, gotten by me, but I just think it, you need a you need a good drive there. Yes. And if you're not long enough, which most you have to lay up to a position, and then well, the whole location was in the front of the green, and I was in the back left. Oh. Can't well, be there. Yeah, no, you cannot be there. You cannot be there. I think it's a great golf hole of, of the many out here at East Aurora Country Club. David, before we let you go yeah. here, uh, just for those that interested, maybe want to learn more about East Aurora Country Club, where would they go? Um, JoinEACC.com is, uh, is, a, is a tremendous starting point. It, lo- it links you to our website. Uh, and just, again, to echo uh, Jeff's uh, statement, call your golf professionals. Find out what's going on at your golf clubs. Junior golf is a great vehicle to, to become members of, of facilities. Quite honestly, we've picked up six or eight families because of their children that are playing. And then, oh, the, oh by the way, mom and dad want to spend some time. And it is the one of a few sports that you get to spend with your family. And we all are so challenged for time. Um, spend some time with your family on the golf course. There's no better place to be. Yeah, phones are gone. Phones are gone. You know, no video games, none of that stuff. Yeah, Absolutely. Everybody's so, yeah. having a good time, yeah. too. Hey, you can, uh, Maybe I like hole four better now, too. Now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> It's a tough par three. All right. We got the whole ride home to debate that. Kevin. <laughs> Five's pretty awesome, too. That's I'm just right. saying. They're all good here. I they, all, they are. They're I'm all telling you. Here. That's right. You, you, you want, I mean, seriously, you want a very challenging round of golf. I know we have to break here. I'm just I'm just thinking no, about we, the whole. We got more to get to. Okay, great. That's right. Drew Thompson is coming up here for the, the course superintendent in just a few moments. David Jones, thank you so much for having thank us. Thank you very much. We'll be back here in June. In June, the Saturday before the uh, International Junior Masters. That's right. I think right. it's the 23rd of June. So uh, get our spot on the patio ready. We'll, we'll have it. We'll be have ready it. and waiting. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Cheese so Danish. I want Cheese the cart Danish. ready for after the show. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> David Jones with us, the uh, PGA <laughs> professional. Before we go to break, uh, we are going to announce our – Batavia Downs Majors Challenge winner. Maybe till seven. Right, so with us to do that is Ryan Hasenauer, marketing director from Batavia Downs. He's with us on the line. Good morning, Ryan. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're great. Thanks for coming on. Uh, we had an exciting we had an exciting finish in your Batavia Downs Majors Challenge contest. We had fifty entries. And two of them chose Patrick Reed. Just two. Only two. Wow. So, I'm not surprised by that. That's right. So two of the 50 selected Patrick Reed. They finished first and second, not surprisingly. And Steve, and Steve, if your K is not silent, I don't know. It's uh, K-N-I-E-R-Y. I don't know if it's Kearney or Nearney. I think probably Kearney, right? Steve Kearney. I think it's pronounced winner. That's right. Steve, I know on Twitter <laughs> you saw you were the winner. Steve had his three golfers. Patrick Reed, Jordan Spieth, and John Rahm. Wow. Yeah, very, Rahm. very impressive. Nice, nice selection. So Steve is going to win a great prize package. Ryan, why don't you tell him what uh, Steve Tell him what he's won, Steve. Ryan. That's right. <laughs> tell him what he's won. Well, uh, in addition to a uh, lifetime supply of turtle wax. No, just kidding. Uh, he's going to win himself uh, an overnight stay at Batavia Downs on a night of his choosing, as well as a $100 uh, gift certificate to our uh, wonderful food venues, which you can use on food and drink and what have you, as well as $50 in free play for that gaming floor. And, hey, if you want to bring three, four friends out there, you know, that $100 in free food can go a long way with uh, three, four people. So a night out, if you will, for uh, Mr. Steve there uh, at Batavia Downs. Awesome. That's great. That's an awesome prize. Very cool. Ryan, we, also, we, uh, we appreciate your involvement in this contest. We'll, of course, be running it again for the U.S. Open and for the Open Championship and for the PGA Championship. Uh, before we let you go here, what's uh, coming up here? I know what, we're two weeks away from Kentucky Derby time, right? The Derby is, is uh, three weeks away, yes. Oh, so three weeks away, that's right. Yep. 
But uh, I was going to talk to you guys about our brew fest today with our friends from Entercom Rochester. But I'll tell you this, Brian, it's sold out. 700 people uh, will be at the David Adams for the brew fest today. So get on your tickets early for our events. Every event that we have, you can go to our Facebook page and check out the links in the event page. BataviaConcerts.com is how you get tickets to a lot of them. But we have a wine festival coming up in two weeks that we want people to check out. So you can do that. But come see Brian and uh, Dan and, and the rest of the crew there from WGR at the big Kentucky Derby party that we'll be having. Three Kentucky Derby parties, Brian, on site. we got the regular party downstairs in the paddock, the big party with you guys inside 34 Rush, and then a new special Derby Gala at the Downs for 50 bucks a head upstairs inside awesome. the grandstands area with all kinds of, you know, grazing stations, open bar for three hours, a 10-hour wager on the Derby. Really, really great stuff. It's really exciting over at Batavia Downs, all the new events we're doing. Great. That sounds fun. That you, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna, even a gambler. Yeah, I'm going to collect the money from uh, Jeff and uh, Kevin right now for our uh, derby wager. So, Ryan, I need you to focus here. Get get, get us uh, your picks ready here for uh, for three weeks from now. We will. And, you know, they just had all the last races last week that were the uh, the major derby prep races, the standing near derby and whatnot. And uh, as I was texting with you that day, the, the favorite justify, he won. So, it looks like it's going to be a pretty open derby field. Todd tells me this might be one of the best wagering fields you've seen. And as you guys may or may not know, when there's a lot of horses that could possibly win, that means there's more money in the pot. More money in the pot means more money to be won at your local OTV or on com. Awesome. I was on a, on a golf course. I was playing uh, when I won a tri- uh, trifecta on the Preakness a couple of years ago. That was an exciting hole. That's all I'm going to say. When I know, I was like, ah, all right. I was on the, the third hole here. <laughs> I was on the golf course listening to Smarty Jones not win the Triple Crown. I had it on the uh, on the radio. On we the radio, listening. yeah. I know that was that was a good year. Well, Ryan, thanks so much again. Congratulations to Steve Kearney. Uh, Steve, will uh, I know we contacted you on email, but uh, now you know your prize. You're getting an overnight stay uh, at the hotel at Batavia Downs Gaming. $100 to their fine restaurants for food and drink, and also $50 of free play to go more money. So, but by the way, Steve, tip your server. Don't be cheap. You're getting $100. <laughs> right. Yeah, I appreciate All right. that. Sorry, throw that's, good that's good advice. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. Ryan, thanks so much. We'll, uh, we'll see you in three weeks at the Derby. Sounds good, guys. Thanks so much for the time. All right. You got it. Thanks. Yeah, no, that's, that's, a, I mean, that's a great prize. That's oh, an awesome prize. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So if you want to be involved in the next contest, we'll be right. You wouldn't have won this one. I wouldn't have won this one. That was tough. Only two pick Patrick Reed. Only two of 50. Reed, Spieth, and Rom were his picks. Yeah. And so he got first, third, and fourth. Well, I think that's, that's you know, pretty impressive. I think that's part of the reason Reed plays the way he does, you know, with that chip on his shoulder, because no one thinks of him as one of the best players in the world. Yep, and he proved it. Because this he's week. not in, he's not on he's not in AT and T commercials. He's not, you know, a poster boy for uh, you know professional golf. But well, he is now. He is now. He is now. And now he's a Masters a, champion. You win a Masters, you uh, yeah, you're the guy. Absolutely. David, thanks again. Thank you very much for having me. All right. Drew Thompson will be joining us next, the course superintendent, as TD Green rolls on. We're live here at East Aurora Country Club with PGA Pro Jeff Bedis and Kevin Sylvester. I'm Brian Colziel. TD Green coming up here on WGR and on Facebook on TD Green as well. This week, the PGA Tour is in Hilton Head, South Carolina, for the RBC Heritage Classic. 
Bryson DeChambeau is your leader halfway home. Shot a 64 yesterday. He's at minus 10. A one-shot lead on Ian Poulter and Siwoo Kim. He's up two, DeChambeau is, on Snedeker Sabatini, a name we haven't seen there in a while, and Hadley. Other big names participating this week. Matt Kuchar is four back at minus six. Former U.S. Open champion Webb Simpson is five back. He's minus five. Dustin Johnson, number one in the world, is six back. He is at four under par. So. And, and Sabatini played here, didn't he, in the yes. uh, Junior yes, Masters? In the International Junior Masters, absolutely. Webb Simpson, by the way, is having a very good season. Yeah. I mean, you're seeing his name week in and week out up near the leaderboard. He's adjusted to the putting yes. putter that he's had to make the change from and uh, getting back to himself, you know, to not being able to anchor the putter. He's doing a nice job. That's a fun tournament, by the way, if anybody ever thinks about making a trip, you know, south this time of year, Hilton Head. That's a that's a fun tournament to Seem, go to. It seems Heritage. like just from looking on TV, like it's it's good for spectators. It is. It's yeah. great for spectators. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a great great spot to go. No doubt. And you, it's one of the few that you can play. Oh, it's a it's, it's a, resort a resort facility. Yes, yep. you can play it. That's right. Back here at East Aurora Country Club, I want to thank PGA Pro David Jones for joining us last segment for all his great insight. And uh, feel free to contact David. Uh, here at East Aurora Country Club if you want more information. Why don't you give out a cell phone right here on the radio? <laughs> no. no <that's> <laughs> Joining us now. We'll give Drew's t- cell phone out. Yeah. That's right. The great course superintendent here from East Aurora is Drew Thompson. Drew, good morning. Good morning. I uh, told everybody earlier on the show that you were going to tell us about how the weather's going to change. It's going to be perfect within just a few days. Yeah. <laughs> the course will be uh, ready to go. No, the course looks great. Considering what the weather has been here, what kind of challenges has it been for you here with the weather being what it was? I know the last couple times we've spoken with you, sometimes the wet, the, we've had great Februarys, and it's kind of gotten the season going early. This year, obviously, a little different. Right. Yeah, it's been uh, a grind this year, to say the least. It's uh, uh, If I had to describe it in one word, I'd say frustrating, um, just, just like it is for golfers out there. For us, uh, we have to be extremely patient uh, so that we don't try and push the envelope, get out there, and end up causing ourselves more work in the long run. Um, so uh, we, we take all that into consideration. Uh, we want to get out there as much as anybody else does. So we're ready to get this season going. And uh, um, when it drags out like this, when the when the winter drags out like this, it gets really, really frustrating. Yeah, and my new role, I was picking your brain before the show started here. Have you, have you been able to get out? I mean, we haven't ro- mowed rough. I mean, nothing's growing yet to even really. I mean, we've mowed tees, greens, and fairways, but it just it hasn't been a year for growing grass. Have you done? What have you been able to do out there? Uh, about the same. We, yeah. We've mowed greens, tees, and fairways one time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we've got some fertility out, uh, you know, uh, just just yesterday, mm-hmm. um, actually, on our, on our uh, putting surfaces. So, um, we're trying to get something to move. It's just, you know, it's not going to happen until soil temperatures come up. And um, that's about, what's it, about 50 to 55 yeah, when grass yeah, will start yeah, to grow? Yeah, when, when, when it'll, it'll start moving a little bit. And, okay. Yeah, um, you know, and that's, that's when you say 50 to 55, that's kind of average okay. temperature. I mean, when it gets down to 28 at night. No, I mean know, the soil temperature. Right, right. Yeah, once yeah. the soil temperature is 50? Yeah, yeah but it, it, it's got to be that, an average of that through the day. It's, mm-hmm. uh, and when, you, when, you're, when you're below freezing overnight, um, it really drives those soil temperatures back down. And um, it, it's amazing how much it can change uh, from night to day. Uh, oh, yeah. Will, will it affect long term the how you hand uh, the the condition of the course? This kind of start does it affect it long term, or once the once the grass starts growing, it won't matter all that much. Once it gets moving, once the, once the the temperatures come up and we we actually see that bright orange ball in the si- sky from time to time, uh, 
it, it it'll it'll happen really fast mm-hmm. um and yeah you know in in, in late june will be this will be a, a distant memory so hopefully yeah <laughs> right yeah. especially for you guys uh, on the public side <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah drew what can uh golfers do to help you out in these conditions uh, you know for example you know when we're able to play is there something different we should be doing on the greens, uh, fairway, we're replacing divots. What you know? What can we do to help you? It's it's the same as always. It's yeah, replacing your divots, fixing your ball marks. Uh, you know, uh, patching the, the, the tees. Um, most golf courses out there will have something available for you to to, to fix your divot on tees. Um, it, it it just it's not just about helping the golf course staff it's it's about uh being courteous to the other golfers that are playing the golf course so you, you can imagine what a golf cart could do yeah. early in the season yeah. to a golf course and, and that's, yeah. driven. that's the hardest thing uh just like we have to be patient we have to kind of uh, be able to communicate that to the membership and our customers as well uh to make sure that that they're being patient um you know putting a golf cart on a golf course in certain areas uh this time of year with with very little growth if any in the uh, in the rough, especially, um, can really lead to some problems. And you know, we have some terrain here that it's almost it can almost be dangerous. And I know there's other courses out there the same same way. So we're we're trying to to be patient. Our membership here is fantastic, and they're they're extremely patient. And and everybody's been out in it. They understand what we're dealing with. And it's not just Western New York. It's the whole. Yep. Eastern country, east of the country, isn't it? It's everybody's been. Now it's like to be Boston spring. this year, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, terrible. they've just been, you know. Midwest is going to get a blizzard this week too, yeah. so it's it's not just Buffalo. No right no, about now, it. is there a spring aeration scheduled, or do you aerate in the spring here? Oh uh, yeah, uh, yep. we could go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> at least that's when it was supposed to happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We may have had this explained before, but can you explain why aeration needs to happen on greens and not only once but twice a year? Because right. I think people are like, ah, oh, they're aerating this week. Why are they going to do that? Right. Um, well, the the biggest well, there's, there's a number of factors. Number one, um, you know, oxygen, uh, getting oxygen down in the root zone. Uh, uh, there's drainage. There's amending uh, 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 soil, reducing organic matter. Um, you know, and relieving compaction. Uh, if if and you can find them online if you search uh, foot traffic on putting greens. You can go on and see uh, different examples of of uh how much foot traffic and just persons is on a on a putting green hmm. um and it's pretty amazing uh to see the the number of steps that are taken across the green so um put compound that through an entire season and hmm. and there you go i mean it's it's, yeah, you got, it's you know, 200 golfers a day times 100 yeah. days yeah that's yeah, a, shallow, shallow roots make for uh poor turf quality and you know we're we're all about making sure that we have the best turf quality and and um, making sure that that they are, are going to be good to put on, play well, and stay alive through the season. So, you uh, airification also reduces the thatch layer. Is that correct? Um, yeah, that's okay. part of it. Yep. And why don't you want thatch on greens? Um, well, does pe- if you can explain what thatch is to right. a lot of people. Thatch is a, a just a, a compounding of the stem of the plant uh, above the crown um, that turns into almost like a, a cushion um, of of turf. Um, getting rid of the thatch layer, especially on a putting green, uh, serves a number of purposes. Uh, uh, one, it, it's playability. Um, if everybody likes greens to roll at a relatively decent speed. Um, if you have too much thatch, the ball's going to kind of set down into the turf, and it's going to feel like you're putting on a shag carpet. 
Um, so uh, re reducing or eliminating that thatch layer uh, makes the ball roll better. Um, it also allows uh, water and nutrients to get down into the soil where they're needed. Brian's been putting on a shag carpet all winter long. So. <laughs> That's all I've been Not playing. us, Kev. No. <laughs> we got our custom turf greens. That's right. right. Anyway, sorry. That's, that hopefully will change this year. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. Right. We'll, Steve, we'll, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> he is listening. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Drew Thompson, course superintendent with us here from East Aurora Country Club, along with Brian Colesiel, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Metis. Just a, another minute or two here with Drew. So the course supers, you guys have a, a, that special room with, like, the, the meteorologist models map, right? So so tell me, before we let you go here, like, give me something good to feel about here. Like, <laughs> golf weather's coming, right? Yeah. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, I look at, and I think most superintendents do, um, about five or six different forecasts, and I try and find the best one. You know, the, one the one you like. <laughs> so you don't have there's a European model. There's a Chikawaga model. That's right. right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's... Uh, you know, the 14 days show some 50s there, so that's what... Yeah, <laughs> we're going off historical <laughs> averages there. I yeah, think. right? Yeah. So exactly. let's, fin let's finish on a high here. What, what, what do you like best about this yeah. golf course? Um, you know what? If, if we're talking golf course in particular, I just love the fact that it's it's a little bit different from everything else in the western New York area. Uh, we have a... a some elevation changes that, that you're not going to see on other golf courses in the area, which not only make it fun to play, it, make it makes it really pretty to look at um, from an aesthetic standpoint. Uh, you see some angles and views at, a, at this place that you don't get anywhere else. Uh, it's, it's funny when, you know, every now and then you'll talk to somebody around here and say, I don't like it. It's too, there's too many elevation changes. Uh, but if you get people, especially for like the junior masters that come up from Pittsburgh or, or down in the Virginia and Carolinas, they say they, they love it. They, it reminds them of home. So um, it's, it's a lot of fun to play. Um, aside from that, the membership here is the, the best membership in the area. I'll tell you, these, the people here are fantastic. So it is, It's a fun golf course to play, too, because of the elevation changes and the different lies that you get and the different shots that you have. It's, it makes uh, you a better player, yeah, too, I think. Yeah, yeah you're, you're hitting a variety of shots, and, and that's playing golf instead of hitting yeah, shots. This is a shot maker's golf course, in my yeah, opinion. We, we always say that our handicaps travel very well from here. Um, you know, if you, you carry a handicap here, go play someplace else. There's there's some shots that you got to hit here that you, you don't have to at other places, and some people like that, some people don't, but I think it's a, it's a great aspect of this place, and um, just makes a lot of fun to play. And as a, as an avid golfer myself, uh, you know, ha uh, having a course like this to play whenever you you, you get the time to do it um, is just a treat. So. Absolutely. Which well, we haven't had time this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, It'll come. Right. It'll yeah, come. Real. Well, Drew, we always love uh, coming in. It's one of the most beautiful pieces of property in western New York, and uh, you always do a great job. Thanks for coming on the show this week. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me. Drew Thompson with us here from East Aurora Country Club. We'll step aside on Tee to Green. And more when we return here with Kevin Sylvester and PGA Pro Jeff Minas. I'm Brian Colziel, T to Green here on T to Green Facebook. Hello and on WGR.
PGA Tour Champions Report Time, brought to you by Absolute Care, as you heard. It's the Mitsubishi Electric Classic going on right now. And they're already underway with the second round. They have weather concerns, so they're going to try to play two rounds today. Jay Haas is your current leader right now. He leads Steve Flesh by one and Bernhard Langer by two. Haas is at seven under par. Flesh minus six, Longer minus five. Flesh is over 50. The lefty. Yes. Mm. Wow. Okay. That's right. Jose Maria Olathabal amongst a uh, group at four under par. Omira, who we mentioned last week, played in his final Masters, uh, is at minus two. Rochester's Jeff Sluman is also at minus two. Olathabal won two green jackets, right? He did. Yes. I yeah. believe so. Okay. And uh, your John Daly update, he is not participating this week. He is not. Well, he got hurt. He got hurt. When, so. No, he got hurt when the, the car ran into him in the parking lot. I thought he got out of the way of that. No, Maybe he but pulled no. something when he moved? Well, yeah, he like I think he sprained his knee or something. Seriously, uh, yeah. Okay. No, like, all kidding aside, no, I I believe he, he, he suffered an injury. Not, not like Tony Finau's. Like, that was amazing, that by really the way. Was. That was gross to watch. It was right. Uh, yeah. Well, you think he's not going to play. It's his first Masters ever. You go from – but Those to do what he did, were... I mean, he's a, he's a guy that – uh, many feel uh, is going to win multiple tournaments. You know, one in Puerto Rico a couple of years ago, and just his talent. Once he, it's like Dustin Johnson. Once he figures out the wedge game, then look out because he hits the ball so far, and he's such a great athlete. He looks like he's an athlete. He has some peculiarities to his motion too. Like yes. he doesn't swing orthodoxly in an orthodox way. He looks like he aims left a lot and uh, does some different things. But he plays his own game and he, he bashes yeah. it right. They all good, bash it. Good but, dude. Yeah. Nice Absolutely. guy. Real nice guy. Uh, let's just finish here with just a couple few minutes left here. We're live at East Aurora Country Club on T to Green, presented by Woods to Wedges, by Michelob Ultra, by the Western New York PGA, by Custom Turf. And our home clubs, Fox Valley, Tantara, and Briarwood. By the way, everybody on Facebook can see our Donald Ross uh, gear. gear. Mm-hmm. The, I, this is my new favorite pullover. It's even so the pockets are. Good. I love the pockets. So yeah, bad. that's what I'm like. I love the pockets, especially this okay. spring because you're. I'm cold. looking forward yeah. to when we can show off the, uh, the the short sleeve a little bit more yes. with nicer weather. But right now, this long sleeve pullover is beautiful. That's right. Um, just Patrick Reed going forward. We expect him to. Uh, now that he's gotten one done, a lot of times golfers will say, okay, now that I've won one, I'm going to approach majors differently. He still he seems that, that fiery attitude. Tiger already had said he's got a spot on the uh, President's Cup team next year. I would uh, This win now, his point standings, he's going to be on this year's yeah. Ryder Cup team. He's number one right now he's, in Ryder Cup standings. N- his nickname, Captain America. Like I mean, he's he's going to be a part of it, and you can bet that the fans in Europe are going to be ready to greet him quite well as – he and Rory had that epic duel at Hazeltine when the U.S. Yes. won two years ago. So. And he got the both of Rory last two times, right? Yeah, at, yeah. at the Ryder Cup and at the Masters. So Reed's right. yep. Reed's backstory this week about how he transferred out of Georgia. There was some negative publicity there. Reed, on the record, has said that it was due to some of his drinking escapades that had got him kicked off. There's other stories out there, whether they're true or not. That's up for debate. Then he goes to Augusta State, wins a couple of the national championships there. He said, though, there were some stories. The teammates really, though, didn't like him there that much. But he won two national titles. You'd think you're winning national titles at Augusta State. Like, he'd be a local hero. But then you hear from Reed saying that most of the fans at Augusta National, he felt, were pulling more for Rory and his group, which motivated him more. 
Yeah, no, I, he feeds off of, off yeah. of that. L- listen, you, 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 he he is a, a very confident guy, um, but I think he needs to, you know, he, he kind of puts that cape on, if you will, when he enters uh, the first tee. Uh, to go and play play his, golf. His family bat story too is interesting. Yeah, but How you he, know what? He doesn't I, have contact with his parents and his and his uh, his sibling, and yeah. it's just it's a it's it's different. Not it, saying it, it's it, right or wrong or whose fault it is. You're right. But it's just, it it's is different. it is different than what we're used to uh, seeing from golfers uh, commercial wise and and seeing uh, all the family in the galleries and such. Well, so we, it's it's a, it's, a, it's a little different. Um, we see Spieth and Brace. His, you know, his family. Yes, we see it with Fowler, not necessarily more his family, but with other golfers. Of course, you know the epic photo yeah. we always see of when Tiger won his first Masters. I've had some with nice conversations father. with Fowler's dad, by the way. Yeah. He's, 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 he's a cool, cool guy. He uh, he's showing me his injury, by the way, in Phoenix. He he, you know, Ricky used to ride dirt bikes. His dad would ride yeah. with him. He, he his dad went got ripped up by a thorn like into the muscle he's like showing me the scar i'm oh. like oh my gosh <laughs> um let's i i've had nothing but uh, uh professional uh, yeah. and cordial interaction with patrick reed uh on the pga tour and you know next week he's gonna play at valero i'll be there next week and i expect him to be uh very gracious and professional with that um i, I don't know that it's our business uh the family issue I just I, I I don't know if that's fair. There was story it it's, was written this week. It, of course. It, the story's yes. out there. It it seems unfortunate, but uh, you know, to me, that's that's his own personal private issue. And I think you may see him comport himself a little bit differently now that he's a Masters champion. When with that comes a certain a sense of responsibility to the game of golf, I think, and and it just follows you no matter where you are. So I think you may see a change in him. He, I don't think he'll lack confidence. I don't think this will help him win more events or less events because right. I think he always just. He thinks, thinks he, he can, can win. win. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, look, I was he, impressed how well he drove the golf ball. Yeah, he didn't look like he was going to make a mistake anywhere. He yeah. Just, yeah. He was. Did you see some of his follow-throughs too? He was really like he was really turning, trying to like cut it. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. saw it quite a bit. It was almost like a little side whip there at the end. Arnie. Of his arms. A little Arnie. Well, yes. There. He's just doing everything he can not to let that blade flip over because when you're trying to cut it and you don't, that's a really well, bad. He draws shot. the golf. He ball. draws just, it so yeah. that. For him, that's an exaggerated something he's move. thinking about more. Right, right. right. When you teach someone if they're hitting hooks, you try to teach them a fade. You exaggerate the opposite. If he's sitting in a drawer, he's trying to exaggerate that fade move. Well, I remember last year when I came to you, we, I was hitting, and I said, I keep hitting my short irons. I keep pulling them. And you said, let's try and fade it. Like, mm-hmm. you Let's know, try to so push it. Yeah. yeah. And get chill. Or you work right. on the opposite. It's yeah. pretty simple to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some of it's pretty simple <laughs> if you actually well, think about it. I yeah. think it also shows his incredible talent to be able to do that under pressure and you know, how much work he had to put in mm-hmm. to pull that swing off. I mean, that didn't just, okay, on the tee, I'm going to try this here. No, 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 he's done that. Oh, yeah. And he has confidence. Thousands of balls in the range. Without confidence, he can't hit that shot. Yeah. yeah. All right. That was a great tournament. Yeah, it, was. It, it, was. It, it was. I mean, it was great theater. It always is. And it's setting up for what's going to be a great U.S. Open at Shinnecock. That's right. Looking forward to that. We've got uh, a couple of good tournaments coming up. Then it'll be the Players' Championship in mid-May. That this will be, be the last too. year before it goes back to March because the PGA Championship will be in May next year. That'll be great having another major right in there. And then it'll feel like the golf season's going earlier because of the players in March next year. Every month is going to have something big, huge, right? The fifth, the start with the fifth major, if you will, the players. We'll have to start the radio show earlier. March. I like that. I like yeah, that idea. Uh, players is in March. I do. All right, let's get let's get the calendar going. All right. Hey, before we go, we want to thank everybody here at East Aurora Country Club for, as always, giving us warm hospitality. PGA Pro David Jones 
and, of course, course superintendent Drew Thompson. Uh, if you'd like more information on East Aurora Country Club, their website, eastauroracc.com. And we'll be back here in June for the International Junior Masters. That's an event that's open to the public. It's a great event. If you're looking for something to do, especially if you have kids, yes, this that is an, an amazing event to bring them to, uh, to walk, not only to, to see the course, but to see these young best players in the world. It's a really, really cool event. It's one of the... The, the golf gem events here. We have great team. amateur events here in Western New York. We do. You have uh, opportunity to go to. Absolutely. Sure. And the Porter Cup as well. Oh, That's by the way, real quick, LeeCom. Uh, I wanted to mention this. Yes. Volunteer opportunities. So you can go to the LeeCom Health Challenge For the web.com event at uh, Peak and Peak. Peak and Peak, yes. Uh, they, they need volunteers for the tournament. Uh, you can get all the information uh, on their website for the LeeCom Health Challenge. Uh, volunteer opportunities are open for that in July. And so. that's fun. Yes. That is yeah. Fun. Hey, you want to get up close, personal to the future stars of the PGA Tour? Yeah. Volunteer. Yeah, sit That's on right. the tee with them. Yep. Yes. Well, look at Dominic Baselli, who we interviewed two years ago yeah. from Rochester, and now we see him regularly on PGA Tour events, and he's he's doing a nice job for himself. Yeah. Last year's winner, Chesson Hadley. You mentioned him. He's right near the Hadley's, top of the leaders. That's right. Yeah. Of course. Next week, we'll be at Lockport Town and Country Club, so we'll make our way up north. Kevin, you'll be at the Valero, so we'll be checking in with you then to get an update from there. Awesome. Jeff? Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, some nice weather next weekend. We'll be playing golf, it looks like, and uh, and hopefully this is the last of our uh, of our sour weather here. That's right. Thanks again for everybody here at East Aurora for PGA Pro Jeff Metis, Kevin Sylvester, and our producer back in our Amber Studios, Derek Kramer. My name is Brian Koziel. Entire T to Green show will be up on demand, WGR550.com, a little bit later this morning. Thanks for viewing us on the T to Green Facebook page and for listening to us right here on WGR. T to Green every Saturday at 7 a.m. right here on WGR. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.